The readings begin today with the commandments, the Ten Commandments, which are uh, very known by all of us. Uh, I think most of us learned about the Ten Commandments long time ago, uh, maybe the, uh, when we went to catechesis. Sometimes there is a mistake that is done uh, with these commandments, and is that they are taught before uh, we are taught about the love of God. Uh, we are taught about uh, just obeying. You have to obey and fulfill all these commandments. But that's not the main thing as a Christian person. Jesus said the main commandment is love of God and love of neighbor. Those are the two main ones. And then love one another as I have loved you. That is main commandment. All those ten commandments are based on love of God and love of neighbor. And we have to do them. Those are good. Those are good tools for a good human life and a good Christian life. But the most important thing is the love of neighbor and the love of God. So those two go together. If you want uh, a clear explanation of each one of those commandments, I invite you to listen to uh, Bishop Barron's uh, homily this weekend. Just go on YouTube or any podcast and he go, he's going to talk about each one of them I am not. I'm going to mention something about the gospel. And it's because the gospel is very interesting. We, we have heard this gospel many times, and many times it has been so misused. It is misused and abused by so many people to see how Jesus is angry about these people and taking everything that doesn't belong to the temple away. And we should do the same as Catholics and just take anybody else away. And only our faith is the one that has to prevail, which is wrong. And the church tried that in the Middle Ages with crusades and, um, and, and, and other kind of horrible things that happened there. Uh, holy wars, they were called, and it didn't work. And it's not going to work today. But there is one person doing something good about this gospel. There is one person that is making those cords and drawing all those people away. And that is Pope Francis. And I'm going there in a few minutes. But before, a little bit about the context of the time. With the temple, the temple became, became a marketplace. And the temple became a marketplace because everybody had to pay a tax, especially men. Adult men had to pay a tax uh, to the temple in Jerusalem. And all these uh, animal sacrifices uh, were done according to your own social, um, you know, your social, uh, how high were you in the social sphere? If you were very rich, then you would have to offer a bull or something big. If you were poor, then, like Mary and Joseph, uh, like we heard in the Gospel of Luke, you would have to offer maybe a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons or something, those little birds. Uh, those were for the poor people. But there was something else, and is that um, the money or the kind of money that was used by the temple was different from the kind of money that the Romans used. So when you went to the temple, you had to exchange your money. So you would bring your Roman coins, give them to the people in the temple, and of course they would need some kind of commission. And that's how they made their business. So especially the poor people 
were the ones who had to pay more and more, and it was more difficult for them. When Jesus takes away all these things, in many ways, he is against those animal offerings, the animal sacrifices. Remember how last week, I think, we were talking about Abraham and how God was against human sacrifices. But now is Jesus against animal sacrifices. And all those kinds, there was some, so much economic inequality at that time with the Romans, with the occupation. And then the temple was trying to do the same and just benefiting a few people, especially those who were clergy and those who were selling all those kind of things. It was a business. Jesus will not tolerate those kind of things in the house of God because it is a house of prayer, is what he says. So yes, so Francis, Pope Francis is doing something this weekend, as we have heard in the news. He is in Iraq, which of course there are security things, but the symbolism of the whole thing is so great. He is meeting with a religion that sometimes have been seen as totally opposed to Christianity. In fact, there are many people, especially terrorists, who use Islam for their own benefits. And in the same church where Pope Francis was yesterday, the Church of Salvation, Al-Qaeda killed at least 40 people a few years ago with an attack. The Pope is going to Mosul, I think, tomorrow, where ISIS destroyed some images and some churches and even they brought down the, the cross at the top of the tower of the church. Pope Francis is going there tomorrow. But today he met with the great, the great Ayatollah. Uh, his name is, I think, Ali al-Sistani. He met with him. In 2018, he met in Abu Dhabi with another of those uh, Islamic uh, religious leaders. Those are great signs, but there are many Catholics who are very uncomfortable with this. They don't like it because they are diminishing our faith, like watering down our faith. He should stand up for our faith. What do you mean? What are you talking about? This is the way in the, at this time that we are standing up for our faith. It's a call to be human. It's a call to fraternity. It's a call to coexist with other people. Pope Francis went to Or, Or of Chaldea. That's where Abraham began his journey. We just read about Abraham last week. Or of Chaldea. That's where he began, a nomad. And then he walked and walked and walked. That's a very important place, and Francis was there the first pope in history. These are great signs. And hopefully, we will be able to follow his example in our own lives. Pope Francis is getting rid of all those people who are promoting violence in the name of God. And when we think of violence in the name of God, we cannot just think of ISIS or Islamic terrorists. But there are many people, Christian people, who are violent in their words 
against their brothers and sisters who think differently, who do different actions, who see life in a different way. That's not the way of Jesus. That violent way is not the way of Jesus, even though today he was doing all these things, but he always was a man of peace. I hope that we continue to pray for Pope Francis. He is giving great signs of human fraternity. He is bringing people together. And those who are too anxious is mostly because of their own personal agendas and obsessions. And those personal agendas and obsessions need to align with the will of God, not with their own. Jesus Christ today talks about the temple. And his temple, he said to the Samaritan woman that the true worshipers are going to worship God in spirit and truth. Not talking about a specific place. This is a sacred place and it's great that we all come to St. Joe's. But Jesus Christ is present in many other places. Even the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the Second Vatican Council, he, the, the Second Vatican Council says that, yes, we are saved in the Catholic Church. Yes, the fullness of the Church of Christ resides in the Catholic Church. But there are many elements of sanctification outside of the Catholic Church. So hopefully the experience that we are seeing this weekend of a Pope going to visit their brothers and sisters their brothers and sisters in the Father Abraham, seeing his example of calling us to human fraternity will help us evaluate and make our own examination of conscience during this season of Lent. How can we get closer to other people? How can we come to understand other traditions? There is a song, I think in the 80s, uh, and, and I don't know about the whole song. I just heard one sentence, and that's what I like, just by the way. Are you okay? Just in case. I have no idea. But that song says, why do you hate what you don't understand? Why do you hate what you don't understand? And sometimes we hate things in the world we don't even understand, and we don't take the time to try to see what is all this about? But these new things, we are afraid. Why do you hate what you don't understand? Pope Francis gives us the example of going to the actual place where people who think in a different way, who worship God in a different way, he takes the time to go there and listen to them and speak with them. That is a great example. And we pray for him, and hopefully we're going to pray for each one of us that we're going to be open to learn from other traditions, to learn more about our faith, that's first, when we have our principles, the principles of our faith, when we understand our faith very clearly, then we are able to enter into dialogue with other people, not in opposition, not to teach them, not to bring them to our own faith, but to have that conversation. God will do the work. God will bring his own graces and will help the people. And if someone comes to our church because of that dialogue, great. But that is not the main thing. Love one another as I have loved you.
myself.